it's Laura Molitor here with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please share if you like what you hear. Today, let's get ready for surprises. Let's just start right now with the mindset of expectancy. Of course, I don't mean preparing for the worst or bracing ourselves to get socked with some unexpected problem out of the blue. I'm talking about that anticipation, that readiness for something beyond what we might expect, beyond the limits of our perception from that perspective we may have right now. We tend to get into a place where we feel we know our options. We know what tomorrow might bring and we feel like there are certain very specific ways in which something will transpire or how it might fail to come together as well. We think that only certain material pieces will make that puzzle complete and right and satisfying. We might think a certain line of thinking and acting will bring something about. We think a particular channel must be where we receive our supply, our good, the love we feel is needed, the health we're looking for, the provision we require. We might think we surely know what's possible. We're seeing what's available and what isn't. We know what has to happen or what is simply not possible. We think we know our fortune or our fate. But have we made space for surprises? Have we, in fact, opened our minds and our hearts and our lives up to God's love? Because his infinite vision, his boundless affection, his unobstructed, ever-present wisdom is always able to unveil a gift that we never imagined. And in the main characteristics of God's gifts are that they're right, just right, for us and for all. And they're bigger and better than our limited imaginations and expectations. Because God's bounty is spiritual. It doesn't have those conditions and restrictions on it that the human senses put on possibilities. What opens us up to seeing what's available and what can more than meet our need is to turn in the right direction. And that means to turn from the fear and the limited and to turn toward God, toward love, to begin moment by moment to release those paltry expectations, those limited expectations to a recognition of God's presence and of his presence, his gifts and the fact of our worthiness to receive them because you do deserve the blessings, because he made you to be. You don't have to achieve some perfect human model to be loved by God. You're loved because he is love. And you were made to be the expression and object of that very love. That love that is so huge and which is also active here, full of goodness, full of surprises. I've often cherished these words from Proverbs. These are some selections from chapter 8. They begin with the words of God to each of us. He says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures. And the chapter goes on with some of these verses that remind us uh, more of what God has for us. 
The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. Before his works of old, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. Then I was by him, as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight. Let's remember that we are God's delight, daily, always have been, and his delight in us is his outpouring for us. Not meagerly or in a limited way, or even in an uninteresting one for that matter. God's the creator. He's very creative. That's why we can let go of the smallness of possibilities or the limits even of time and let God surprise us. It's our fears and our preoccupation, our fixation on material sources that closes us up uh, to those greater riches, those sweet surprises that are really ready to show up for us. Those surprises can surely be our material needs met. Maybe it's a job offer we never expected, a debt that's repaid just when we needed the funds. It can also be something less physically tangible, but a wonderfully satisfying rich surprise like forgiveness we didn't expect, reconciliation, a resolution that we couldn't have predicted or foreseen. It can be that delicious realization that an opportunity lost has granted space for a better opportunity, a surprising new direction. Or maybe we've gained some new insight that's really strengthened us, changed us in a way that's significant, revealed new talents, ushered us into new relationships, maybe caused us to discover places or experiences that we couldn't have seen coming with those blinders of a perspective based on the humanly expected rather than on the divinely designed, which goes well beyond those limits. And again, the great thing is that when we give up that human outlining, when we say this is what will happen, must happen tomorrow, we gain what is even richer and really just more right. I remember years ago obsessing over a guy. I didn't necessarily think he was the one for me, but I was caught up in the fact of his rejecting me and I just felt lousy and alone and stupid and unworthy and like I'd had enough of men in general. It just seemed like another in a line of disappointments. I know I wallowed a bit, but there was something in me, I think probably God's own little wake-up call, he helps us out, that made me trust and turn from that pity and lowered expectation to just a glimmer of possibility. In that little moment of openness, maybe because I did feel pretty humbled and less willful about anything, I got surprised. Without much effort, I got a gift. I met the man who I'd marry, and he was not only the best man for me, the timing was just right for both of us. Not a minute too late or a minute too soon. Surprise! I didn't see that coming at all, but it did come. And you know, the thing is, full confessional here, from my own human perspective, I did not really deserve this gift. I hadn't been any perfect woman in the dating realm or anywhere else for that matter. There'd been plenty of behavior I wasn't particularly proud of. Plus, the self-pity wasn't exactly my shining moment. But God delighted in me, as he does in each of us, just as he always had, and that was enough. It was grace. As the Bible says, my grace is sufficient for thee. That's from 2 Corinthians. 
So amen and amen. And thanks for listening. Let me know if I can answer any questions or help guide you on your spiritual journey. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. I will see you next week.